make sure you like, subscribe, and hit that bell icon. talk with Freema. So today we started just a little late in the evening. I hope that's okay. Everybody probably already had their dinner, so y'all can tune in. Today we have on a very special guest, Nelson Dukes III. He's the founder of Team Rain. He's been coaching as far as, you know, a whole different aspect of coaching, mentoring the youth and everything else. So we're going to dig into his brain a little bit and let him share his life with us. And without further ado, we can bring on, I'm going to call him Dukes. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. How are you? How are you? How are you? Good to see you again, Miss Freema. How's everything? So far, so good. How about on your end? Everything's okay? Going well? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I can't complain. <laughs> I can't complain that one bit. Now, how is the weather um, in Harlem, right? <laughs> it's, uh... how, how is the weather there? It's, it's a little murky today. Uh, great clouds out today with a uh, little rain off and on. This is that uh, get sick and die weather that we call it in New York. Because uh, it, it was it was beautiful yesterday and now it's kind of muggy today. You go outside yesterday, go outside today, wear the wrong thing, you're definitely going to get sick. Get sick. Oh, wow. I was just curious to know because it was hot here and now it's cold and rainy. So I was wondering if y'all got that change as well. So, Dukes, if you don't mind um, sharing a little about us, what it is that you do, tell us about Dukes. Well, uh, first and foremost, uh, the thing that defines me most and everything that I do is that uh, I'm a child of God, first and foremost. Um, with that being said, everything flows from there. So um, my work and my vision and goal with uh, Team Rain management and consulting is to work with people. Um, I'm a people person. So uh, the number one thing that I do is I help uh, manage, coach, train, and direct uh, anyone, but mostly young people. Um, my work is with youth anywhere from 10 to 18. Um, I work with them in mentoring and uh, uh, cultural development, uh, spiritual development, um, as well as their physical development. Um, sports is a big tool in what I do. Um, basketball is the uh, probably the biggest tool I use with sports for young people. But uh, everything I do is centered around young people and their development. So what uh, gave you the oomph you needed or how did you know this was your passion to, to spill all your energy into the youth? What made you go down that path? Great question. Great question. Um, first and foremost, someone did it for me. 
Uh, somebody mm-hmm. took the time out of their schedule and their life to impact me in a positive way. And I remember being in my early 20s, kind of trying to figure out what I was going to do, where to go. And um, I was kind of thrust into the position of mentorship uh, through my church. Uh, my church was doing a program with the National Urban League called New Lights. And um, they asked me to be uh, a mentor and chaperone uh, for various events. So, you know, having gone through a similar program that when I was younger, I took advantage of it. And when I saw my impact on young people, that was that was the fuel. Like it, it, there was, okay. there's no money that someone could pay me for this. Um, the fulfillment is literally in seeing lives being changed. And when I saw my impact on other young people's lives, when I saw that that proverbial light bulb going off in young people's heads, mm-hmm. that's when I knew I was making an impact and I chose to make that uh, my life's work. Wow. How, how do you separate the two? If maybe you don't separate it, but I know just um, from experience and on my end, not necessarily with the youth, but just um, assisting others and, you know, finding resources and helping them the best way you can. I found myself bringing it home sometimes, you know, worrying that I couldn't, I didn't have all the answers. How do you separate that from your personal life to from team rain or, or is that just, that's just you all away? It's, it's not much of a separation. Um, oh. when you're passionate about it, you, you almost live it. So, mm. uh, every moment that I'm, literally speaking my presence it's all about trying to impact and give back it's networking to, so that i could put uh coalitions together to impact and give back um even now like how i found my way onto your show through uh <laughs> this great social media medium right. that we have through clubhouse my goal on clubhouse is networking and giving back get like-minded people together that understand what the uh the needs are Right. And um, getting them focused. I, I look at everybody, and this is going to sound crazy, but it's not crazy. It, it, I look at us as like a Justice League. We all have our own individual superpowers, but mm-hmm. it's when we come together yes. as one, united under a certain common goal, that we could be the most impactful. So I look to bring like minded people together, expose them to my network, be exposed to their network and uh and bring us all together towards that one common goal um one of the things and this is something i'm uh i'm sure you've seen and i'm sure that has been shared with you in your preparation for this uh particular interview was of course what i did with uh the work i do with black boys wear suits too that is a coalition of uh like-minded individuals that were brought together by our friend kelly um and the mission was clear. We wanted to impact urban young people, show them that it's okay to dress up, it's okay to mm-hmm. speak and enunciate and be articulate, it's okay to have manners, it's okay to um, to be uh, uh, sociable without having to be counterproductive. Because right, right. what we found is a lot of our young people know how to socialize, but a lot of that socialization leads to things that are counterproductive completely and what we're trying to show them through black boys wear suits too is that hey you guys we could all get together 
uh, in the unit. We can all have uh, like ideas, uh, um, mindsets. We can all put our, our heads together towards common goals. And we just teach them everything that, you know, we didn't learn. So right, we right. go through, again, like I said, uh, we teach them the games we never played. Like in the inner city, you don't get to learn to play chess. Right. Think mm -hmm. about that. A lot of chess isn't played in the inner cities because they think that's a quote unquote, uh, a, a, a soft game. Right. Because it right. doesn't involve the physical nature physical. that we as African-Americans have been always told to pride ourselves on. It's more mental. So we teach them the game of chess and we teach them how chess applies to life and how one mm -hmm. move affects two to three to four moves that are coming down the line. So it's just things like that, giving back, mentoring, um, being there for them for peer counseling, uh, as well as preparing them for uh, the workforce. That's one of my biggest portions that I do in, the, in terms of the give back is prepare them for the workforce and um, in terms of how to conduct an interview, how to prepare a resume, how to search for jobs, and how to market themselves adequately. Okay. That's amazing. That's awesome. And, and I know this is something that we may have around here. I'm not sure, but this is something that all communities need. So that's amazing to hear. I, I'm happy that I've met you because, you know, that's that's something that I like to do. You know, I like to try to give back the best way I can and any way I can. So we definitely have a liking in the same area. Have you ever, anything I ask you, of course, you don't have to answer um, if you you don't like to, but have you ever had pushback? You know, like, do you get pushback from the little guys and you have to talk to them? Like, how do you handle a kid that is not used to what you're trying to, you know, um, teach them or mentor them about? How do you handle someone that's just not used to that? With love, with uh, mm -hmm. grace and kindness, a lot of young people aren't used to uh, a certain level of stewardship. They're used to being free to do what they choose. Um, a lot of the kids I work with are coming out of single parent homes. Um, they don't have a male figure in their life to hold their feet to the fire. Um, when I do encounter young people like that, the first thing I need is buy-in from their parent. As long as I have buy-in from their parent and they understand the goal of where we're trying to get their child to, uh, mm -hmm. it's, it's usually a lot easier to deal with. Right, when that okay. parent becomes an ally and they understand that everything that you're doing for their child is for their child's betterment, it becomes so much easier to deal with the child because now the child doesn't have anyone to run to. So when you eliminate too, that, when you eliminate that from that child and now the child has to deal with you right where you are, it becomes a different conversation. Now I can speak to and deal with what's going on in that particular uh, child's life. Also, every child's an individual. And one mm -hmm. thing that I've always tried to do I try to meet the children where they are in their, in their present moment. I, I, I try to speak to those mm -hmm. moments. Um, and if I don't have the answers, see, I'm not one of those people that uh, likes to pretend I have the answers. One thing with young people you can't do, you can't snow them. You have to keep it straight with them. 
they can see through right, right. you if you're trying to snow them. So what I always suggest to people that are working with young people is that they are as upfront as possible with young people about themselves first before you try to teach a young person a lesson. So when I'm Absolutely. dealing with someone who might be a, a tr what someone may deem to be a challenge, I, I just mm -hmm. really dive in deep with who I am and the faults that I have and the challenges that I've overcome. And I speak to them about what helped me to overcome those challenges. Cause a lot of times it's not something that's inward that helped me, it's outside influences that have come and put their hands on the proverbial shoulder and have guided me through. So once I bring that down to them and they understand that um, I'm their ally, I've been through right. What they're, what they're going through, and I could right. try to course for them out of it, it becomes a much easier uh, task than trying to just, right. there's some people who just bump their heads against the walls, trying to get young people to listen and everything, but they're just not using the right tactics. Yeah, make yourself relatable, you know, so they can say, oh, Absolutely. you know, he's been there, you know, whatever. How do, like, let's just say myself, using myself as an example, if I wanted to get out there and, and maybe just um, do, you know, a replica of what you're doing with young ladies, how do you identify, how do you find the children? How do you go out there and, and start this up? You know, like, how do you get your first kid or that mom to buy in? <laughs> But the key is relationships. Uh, the relationships are key. I've had a track record of dealing with young people for years. Mm -hmm. um, it's so much that goes unseen and unthinked, but your reputation still permeates. And okay. people, even though they might not have come back and said, I appreciate what you've done, how they'll show their appreciation is recommend you to work with another young person. Yeah. So by having that sense of community, also uh, my church, being very active in my church for over 30 years, I've gained a reputation within the religious community in my um, in my city, which has allowed me to go to other churches and impart this wisdom on other people in other communities. Just get active. I mean, if you really want to impact young people, find a way to get active. I, I, I would suggest... Look in your own communities at first. Like I said, the church is a, a major part of my success. Uh, my old high school, a major part of my success. Mm -hmm. And then word of mouth, you know, I know a lot of, you know, single parent mothers who I've interacted with them and their children, whether it's in the barbershop, whether it's in a sports setting, whether it's in a, a church setting, whether it's in a community setting. And mm -hmm. those mothers have said, hey, is there any way that you can involve my child? Sure, we'll find a way. We'll pick them up. We'll do something. Just being inclusive, having that that open door policy where people can get in touch with you and mm -hmm. being available for them, that's the easiest way to get involved. There, there are people out there that want to do good, but then they just don't know how. They don't, know, don't know who how. to turn to. I suggest that those people just take a, a one step. If you take one step, somebody else will see you and they'll join you and they'll help you make the second step and the third step and the fourth step. And it might not be something large like what we're doing with Black Boys Wear Suits, too. It got national attention because a couple of pictures went viral. Essence picked yeah, it up. Ooh. On Essence, yeah. <laughs> but that wasn't our intent. Yeah, when, we, right. when we first set out to do it, we were doing something for our small community of, of young people. And it just happened to just spread. It just caught wildfire. 
you'll you'll be surprised if you do something a small event in town just if you got like three four organizers but mm-hmm. if you put it out there you hashtag properly and it gets out into that social media sphere it'll catch on and then next thing you'll know you'll have sponsors calling you have people wanting to give you money and grants and and help you to build on what you're already establishing on that small local level but anyone who's listening don't be disheartened the work isn't easy it's going to take a a concerted effort and commitment from yourself you're going to have people in your own circle who are going to look at you like you're foolish why you're wasting your time but that work is the good work It, it, it doesn't pay it's not something that's glamorous but to see young people to see them achieve that has a reward that you can't measure. It's just a feeling that comes on you that you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't get with anything else. And I encourage anyone who has it in their heart, whether you know you think education is a stumbling block, where you think experience is a stumbling block, whatever it is, throw that out the window. Just go and participate. Just show up, show up, show out, and the young people will see it and they'll continue to come. Oh, I hope I didn't lose you. Okay, no, I, I got a little choppy just now. I appreciate <laughs> I appreciate you sharing that with us because I use myself as an example, but I do know there's individuals out there that want to start, you know, giving back in certain kinds of way, want to help the youth, but like you said, they just don't know where to start. So, hey, take one step at a time, like you mentioned. Where did you get um the name Team Rain from? Where Where did that uh, originate? How did you come up? <laughs> Great question. <laughs> All right. So the concept of uh, reigning, of course, it, it, it's about uh, ruling over a certain populace. Uh, mm-hmm. a, a monarch reigns over a certain populace. Mm-hmm. Well, reign is an acronym for me, which uh, stands for reaching every imaginable goal now. Okay. That's what it stands for. And in order to do that, we have to be together as a team. I don't believe that we can achieve any goal we set out right. to achieve by ourselves, not singularly. You have to be part of the team. I remember when I was telling my 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 good friend, and he's a client of mine, about it. He's like, man, that's too long. Just call it rain. I'm like, no, because that destroys the concept. You can't reach every imaginable goal now by yourself. There has right. to be some type of team chemistry, some type of uh, a fostering of minds that come together to help push you forward. And that is the entire concept. I can't do this alone. I need others to help me do it. And together we can achieve what others may deem to be the impossible. Oh, I love that. Wow. I love that. That's very nice. A, I have a tattooed across my collarbone. You reaching do? <laughs> every imaginable goal now is tattooed across my collarbone because I live by it. This is something I literally has been in my craw for years before I even made it a reality and turned it into a business. It was something that was just in my craw. It was like in my heart to manifest. Yeah. And the tattoo was the first part of, all right, you got to do this now. It's written on your body. And then, I, you know, I was able to take steps to do it. We've been up and running now for a little over two years. Um, The pandemic has hurt us tremendously because, of course, I need people. 
I need to get people together and be able to gather. And due to the pandemic's restraints on having right. people uh, able to congregate, it's it's been tough. But we've been working diligently, you know, on an individual basis uh, to keep the work going. Okay, that's great. Keep up the great work, Miss Denise Brooks said. Absolutely agree with you. We should have a dream team. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Teamwork Definitely makes the dream team. work, as they. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Especially when you have are blessed to have the right group of people, you know? So that's amazing. So kudos to you. Keep up that awesome work. I love that team ring. <laughs> that's yes, nice. Yes, anything, um, is it anything that you would like to share with us in general? Um, any advice, inspiration, motivational words, anything that you would like to share with the viewers today that came over you during this conversation? Well, um, I would encourage anyone who's listening to this conversation to do the work. Um, not, don't be afraid. Don't listen to anyone tell you otherwise. There is work that needs to be done. Do the work. Um, you never know when you're doing the work either because you could just be getting up every day, going to your job, uh, working diligi diligently in your profession, and there's someone watching you. There's some young person mm -hmm who is being inspired by your walk. Pay attention to that. Have your ears and antennas open to seeing who it is that's watching you as you do what you do. And then if you see them, take them under your wing. Nurture that relationship. Answer questions for them. One thing about knowledge, it has to be passed on. And one thing I find in our communities, right. we like to be gatekeepers of knowledge. We don't want someone to know something over us. It's not a competition. Knowledge is knowledge for a reason. It has to spread. It should spread. It should go out. It should not just be retained in one vessel. It should go out. And you should seek the poor knowledge into everyone that you meet. So be mindful who's watching you. Be ready to answer the call. Do the work. Do the work that needs to be done. And um, everything else uh, just happened on its own. Uh, don't look to for any pats on the back. If you're doing it for that reason, you're doing it for the wrong reason. It's it's literally selfless work. You know, it's going to be nights where you feel like, oh, man, this is not what I should be doing. But continue to push forward, continue to push through, continue to do the work. That's that's what I would want for those that are listening in and uh are, are experiencing uh, this particular podcast, I would definitely want them to take that from this conversation. Yes, I appreciate that. You know, you, you speak so very well. And just to give back to us by sharing your knowledge and, and giving us this motivation that some of us may need, including myself, I really appreciate that, Dukes, 100%. Um, I don't want to take up too much more of your time. I appreciate you taking the time out of your day to even come over here and, and speak with us. So thank you so much for that. Um, if we don't have any other questions, is there anything else? You, I'm sorry. You it has been my pleasure. No, I was just saying it's been my pleasure oh, to come and join you today. You. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I really appreciate that. Um, and as we always say on Let's Sip and Talk with Freeman, thank you guys for tuning in and peace and love. Take care, everybody.